What's up guys and welcome to the first episode of my podcast which I'd like to call Your Christian Life. Now you may be wondering why would I be calling it Your Christian Life I'm going to be talking about my Christian or my spiritual life. Well I'm calling it Your Christian Life because it's based on stories of how far we have come as children of God and <clears throat> just like I want us to relate like to have a real conversation you know based on our encounter with God, like how we, like, okay, basically how we deal with God, not how we deal with God, how we relate to God, how we live with God, and it won't only be me talking, it can also be you talking, just comment or anything like that, so I hope you enjoy this, um, today, <coughs> I don't know if I should tell you my salvation story first, or just how my doing spiritual, because it was kind of weird, but ever felt like, have y'all ever felt like something is undermining you, you know, spiritually? Okay, like in the Bible, it tells us that those who love can fear. Meaning if you trust God and you put your hope in Him, then you don't need to be afraid of anything because you know God is in control and all that stuff. Then you shouldn't get scared. But then this obstacle comes in your way and you're like, what the heck? You know, you're looking at this obstacle and you're like, do you know what have what I've gone through, how far I have come? And like just look at it in the face and tell it I'm not going to let you intimidate me because I've God has brought me this far and I doubt he has brought me this far just to let me down. <clears throat> um if you're wondering, let me fill you in on all the details. Um during this lockdown my family was diagnosed with a uh, COVID nineteen and it turns out everyone was negative but I was the positive but it had already spread to them and I was so scared to be honest if I told that you have the deadliest disease in the world it's really scary and life-threatening because not only do you actually feel like it's almost over but there are these I don't know if you guys know intrusive thoughts but they're like to be honest in my opinion intrusive thoughts are just these voices in your head that fill you with bitter truth but if there's anything that I have learned is that the only way to overcome bitter truth is by confessing it to our personal Lord and Savior and to our loving Father in heaven. And to be honest, it was only God who brought me out of that scary moment, who brought my family out of everything. And I, to this day, I give all the glory and honor back to God because to be told that you have COVID-19 is one thing. and. <clears throat> I didn't tell any of my friends. I just told them that I felt sick and I had flu and all that stuff. But I, okay, part of me kind of thought that they're going to look at me in a different way. But the stronger part of me knew that if I told them, they wouldn't believe me. Some of them would think I was lying. Others would be like, I mean, you know, how can COVID attack you? They wouldn't believe me and all that stuff. And I didn't like those friends who actually cared for me, which BT dubs are very few because of reasons I'll talk about later. I didn't want them to get worried about me, so I decided to keep everything to myself, but not entirely to myself. Look like when I like to end and start my day with God, and it kind of sounds weird, but yeah, I'm a Jesus freak who likes to talk to God. And those days, I it was just so scary, but. I felt like, you know, God was shielding me from a lot of things that I knew I couldn't face on my own. And I'm honestly, <clears throat> I'm happy and I'm lucky that 
God shielded me from those things that he brought me out of life and I'm just really 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 happy so what what's scaring me and what's intimidating me well that's my friend is that today morning I woke up when I was feeling a certain pain in my ribs but the pain is it affect my breathing so it ain't COVID and but that pain is still there and <clears throat> I kept on thinking and thinking about it and it was just popping up like you know that small itty bitty voices or like what if what if it's back you know and all that stuff and honestly it kept on popping up in my mind annoying me and haunting me until until I said it you know just look at it in the face and tell it I'm not going to let you intimidate me or scare me or anything like that because the God himself has brought me through a lot he has brought me this far not to let me down it's gonna take me far okay you know Personally, I think this is what we should do in moments when we are afraid. We should look at that thing we are afraid of and tell that the God we serve is stronger than you. He's more powerful than you. He's greater than you. And we shouldn't let these things that we fear bring us down. Because if we do, then where's the story to tell you? Know? Where's the testimony that proves God is great, loving, and caring? We need to look at these things and tell them that I love God and God loves me. God isn't going to let me down in a moment like this if he has brought me far. It has brought me through a lot and all that stuff and we shouldn't let pity things scare us because if you truly love god then you have nothing to be afraid of because you know god is in control and he's not going anywhere and i doubt he'll ever go anywhere because he's god he was in the beginning and he's going to be in the end and i'm sorry for all the atheists out there but this is real it's the truth like whether i believe it or not this is the truth and i'm just happy that in each and everything god is always there for me um <clears throat> me okay to be honest i don't know if you think this is weird or not but god is the closest friend that i have closest family i have and it's just so nice to have a friend like god because god has you know he loved me even before i was put on earth before and he loved me and he thought that the world needed a person like me so he created me and then he designed my life y'all he made out a plan so that i don't have to worry about tomorrow and now look i am here telling y'all my story and i'm just so happy because i've gotten a chance to see god's love at an early stage you know there are times when like we are adults are talking to us and they're all like you know if i had a chance to know god at your age then i think i would have been the happiest person alive and at first i wouldn't get it because like come on you know god you know but now that i'm actually seeing it for myself i'm also happy that i got a chance to know god at the age i am if you are wondering i am 14 years old guys yeah Okay, I don't know if you think that's young or old, to be honest, like, I don't know, and I don't care. But, yeah, that's me, and that's how it has been ever since. Now, <clears throat> since this is the first episode, I'm gonna tell you all my salvation story. Um, Growing up, as you know, the only girl's always been difficult, kind of lonely. It's kind of depressing, too, you know especially when one of those women when your friends are all like wow you have a depressed life and i'm all like i know but that's life i mean what are you going to do about it just let it be unfair to you or do something to actually make it enjoyable and memorable and i'm 
one of those people who choose to make it enjoyable, you know, just live in the moment and be you or be who God created you to be. See, <clears throat> that's one thing that I have been battling with this year. Um, it's gonna sound crazy, but I was going through an identity crisis. I mean, we all know that our teenagers are the years of self-discovery and it can be pretty confusing for someone who hasn't gone, who someone who's going down this path, but you know, um, in the end, okay, <clears throat> um, I always knew who I was, but then I met this friend who, you know, knew me so well. In the end, he had my feelings, and I swore to myself that I would never let anyone know me as well as he did. In the process, I kind of started changing myself. Like I didn't change myself, you know, I just hid the real me because I didn't want to get hurt again, you know, pain sucks guys, but at the same time, pain is changed, whether you like it or not, it changes you in ways that are good and in ways that are bad, and me, I thought that it changed me in a bad way, but now that I'm learning it, it changed me in a good way, because if it didn't, then I wouldn't have known that my identity starts and ends with God, so if you are to ask me right now who I am, I would say that I'm a child of God, guys, I'm a Jesus freak, okay, and I'm proud of it, I'm proud to call myself a child of God. Even though I'm a child of God, I'm a Christian believer, a strong one, I still make mistakes. But as a child of God, one of, one like, in the Bible it says that to whom much is given, much is required, and it is required to me to be perfect as my father. It's not easy because, you know, nobody can be perfect, but I believe that you can't be perfect. You if you try to cause it's better to try and it's better to try and fail than to fail to try so i try every day of my life and sometimes i'm too hard on myself but i know in the end it will all be worth it so um this whole like self crisis identity crisis thing um i after like you know hiding the real me and putting up holes around myself and practically making this version of me that i could show to the world and this version of me who i really was um it just became hectic as a point because okay for me one of my coping mechanisms with pain used to be ignorance I know it's weird but it kind of works um i would ignore the pain that i'm feeling i would just forget about it like i wouldn't even face it guys i would just you know let it all out at night then the next day i move on and by moving on i mean i would try to forget it and i would ignore a lot of things basically you know my past what i'm feeling deep down the tears that I'm trying to keep inside and it just really really sucked a lot and <clears throat> I started running away when I think like seeing how it used to work for me I started running away from everything in my life and I think that's when it just started spiraling down because 
when I was running away from everything in my life, I didn't realize that how, at a point I was also running from myself, you know. The real me, the me who God kind of created, or the me who God put on this earth. And when I realized that it was too late because, you know, I couldn't change what I had done. And it was so sad, it was so heartbreaking, guys, like, to wish that you could know who you are because I think that I had run for so long that I even forgot who I was. I forgot how I used to act and that's when, okay, I don't know if you all know, but there's this top cartoon that is this next day called Randy Cunningham Ninja and uh, and he had this ancient book of ninja wisdom, the ninja Namakon, I think something like that. And it would give him pieces of advice in quotes and like every episode would have a different quote. So there was this episode that says that when you wear a mask, a mask that's worn for too long can never be taken off. And when I remember this quote from the cartoon, it really hit me, guys, like, so introspective. And it's just, that's when I realized that, you know, this mask that I had put on to show the world that I was okay had kind of become permanent and I had to find a way to take it off, like, ASAP, guys. But, and it was so hard and so frustrating wishing that you could remember who you used to be, how you used to deal with things. It was, you know, the most hurtful thing in an identity, an identity crisis is the confusion in it. It's so annoying and frustrating. Guys, it sucks, okay? It sucks a lot. And that's something, that's something that would piss me off a lot. Sometimes it pissed me off, sometimes it would sudden me. Long story short, I'm a really emotional person, guys. And it just pissed me off a lot how I didn't know what to do. And I tried almost everything, you know, like reconnecting with those friends of mine who knew me before I was practically messed up by the world. I tried um, dealing with situations, how I used to deal with them. I tried, I just tried a lot of things, but until I finally realized that god is the one who made me in the first place he's the one who created each and every ounce of me so if i'm looking for something then i need to start at the beginning and who is the beginning the god our loving father and if you're wondering how i realized this um I realized it on a sermon by Pastor Stephen Patrick on Elevation Church. If you don't know him, you should check him out. He's like a really dope preacher. So it was this one time when he was preaching that if you want to look for something, you need to start from where you lost it. You need to start at the beginning and start from there and look and look and look and don't stop looking. Okay, It takes a great amount of diligence because if you are to give up, then there's no point of even trying in the first place so that you can try and give up at the first failed attempt you know you have to get back up and keep on pushing because if you don't push through each and everything then how are you going to knock down the door that's keeping you in this mental prison you have put yourself in by running away from each and everything and <clears throat> that's what i did and the more i actually looked into it the more i realized that I, all I had to do was look in the beginning, was go to the person who knew me first, who knows me better than anyone that can ever exist, and that is God. And when I actually, you know, 
talk to God about this I think he also he gave me his answer and as well I, yeah I created you and I felt like he was trying to tell me that you don't need to run okay it's okay to feel that pain it's okay to be afraid but you don't need to run you don't need to look away you just just sometimes you need to face it because the more you run away the more these things will just keep on coming back into your face the more these things will just keep on you know haunting you in your dreams the intrusive thoughts will just keep on getting louder and louder and no matter how good you are at ignoring there's some things you can't ignore after a certain amount of time and through how no matter how scary it was I'm happy that God told me that, you know, he was there for me. He wasn't going anywhere. And that's one of the things I love about God. He is the most considerate and understanding person I've ever met. And it also says in First Kings that God, God sees our tears, y'all. He sees our tears and he feels our pain because he created us and he doesn't want to see his children in a state of pain hence why in hence why it says it says somewhere in the bible the new testament that jesus christ loves us jesus christ um it says that in first peter chapter five or seven that we should cast all our care upon him for he cares for us and if you are if you are wondering that him is jesus christ our personal lord and savior jesus christ just wants to help us and he just wants you know he cares for us and no one you guys i'm telling you the truth no matter how much you try to prove me wrong or to prove anyone wrong no one is going to ever care for you like how Jesus Christ cares for you. And no one's going to ever love you like how God loves you. <clears throat> because God himself is love, okay? It's written in First Corinthians that God is love and love is God. And okay, it, in First Corinthians, it describes what love is. And that love is God. And God himself is love. So no one's going to ever love you like God does. I'm not saying that you should discard, you should stop loving people and all that stuff. But the love that God gives can never be reciprocated or found from any other human being or any other creature other than God himself, the creator of the entire universe. And through the nights that I had, I'm happy that, you know, God was there for me. Oh, and another thing that really ticked me off was insomnia. Um, some of you hearing the insomnia part, you may be relating it to the intrusive thoughts and then you come up with the fact that I was going through anxiety, but it wasn't anxiety, trust me. Okay, it wasn't, it really wasn't anxiety, it was just, you know, issues and life sucking a lot. But I think in the end, one thing, now that I'm talking about it, I'm starting to realize that if I had gone to God in the first place, then maybe my issues would have been solved shorter than they were. And sometimes we think that, you know, the problems we're going through are too big or too small for God, that God has more important things to do than help you with your social life or love life or any life that you can ever have. But 
God just wants to help us, you know. He just wants to help his children. He just wants to help his child find the right path to go on. And I'm happy that he helped me find mine. And God just, he really helped me a lot. And he loves me a lot. And I'm truly grateful to say that God loves me. And I love him too. You can, you can really say that, you know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just happy that God helped me through each and everything. And that, <clears throat> you know, God never means for any of us to journey life alone, you know. He always places certain people in your life, but a person, me, a person like me, who used to foolishly push people away, lost quite a number of good friends. Um... Recently, I just lost a good friend due to certain difficulties that I don't think I'm ready to talk about. But I pushed away a lot of people during that time, and I forgot how how much how close they were to me as friends. And now that I'm talking about it, I regret it because when you push someone away, you forget how you know they kind of care for you, how much they truly appreciate you as a friend, and. I forgot how many friends I had after pushing people away because at a point I literally put myself in this bubble where I limited all the friends I had because of my trust issues, you know. Okay, I have trust issues and because of them I limited all the friends I have and I made this like mental bubble around me and I only let in people who I knew I could trust, including God, um, my two best friends, um, Christian and Gabriela. Oh, I love you guys so much. And my <coughs> other best my other best friend of the family, Treasure. Love you so much girl. And <coughs> other than these two guys, plus my cousin Imran, I don't think I never let anyone close to me other than those guys. I know you're probably wondering what about family. I mean, yeah, yeah, they are, they are in, but it's like you're not that close. But anyways, you know, the whole point of having friends is like they're the family you never had, you know. So it kind of makes up for it. And through this identity crisis, I'm happy that I had the right friends to relate on because. At a point when I was chatting with my best friend Christian, um, he out of nowhere he like guessed that I was going through an identity crisis, and I was all like, "How did you know?" Because to be honest, I hadn't talked to anyone about it. Yes, I do like to bottle up how I feel, but you know, I have my reasons. Because you can't trust anyone, and you may never know that. You know the person you are telling your problems to once you actually realizes that's your weakness and they say to attack you so i'm cautious of the people i usually tell my staff too but he guessed that i was going through an identity crisis and it actually turns out it was true and we got a chance to talk about it and i i like I wish that I had actually prayed with him about it instead of just chatting about it online. But anyways, everything has its own time. We've just, you know, taken along without seeing each other, all of us, because of the whole lockdown thing and school's not opening. 
but I have a feeling we're going to see each other sooner or later so <clears throat> yeah my friends have played a big role in my salvation story because um I was like the school I'm currently in wasn't the school I was in last year um my parents changed my school from from Namkongo Secondary School to Friends International Christian Academy and you know changing schools for my brothers it was easy but for me it was really really hard because I felt like you know a part of myself has been ripped out of me and I couldn't do anything about it I was so helpless so I was so pissed and so sad about it and everyone kept on my cousin kept on telling me that it was okay but no matter how much i wanted to believe her we both knew that it wasn't okay deep down i was never okay and it just sucked a lot guys so in this new school i never told anyone how i was feeling you know as long okay to be honest as long as you have a fake smile on your face not everyone actually cares whether you're okay or not so I guess that's the thing that I got used to putting a fake smile on my face and few people could actually realize that difference because okay, you all probably don't know me but I'm really good at faking happiness, okay? I've like I have a lot of experience in that and few people can really tell the difference between my fake smile and my natural smile. If you're wondering I'm smiling right now just so you can see it, sorry. But when I was changing schools, the whole coping with change thing, it was so hard. And you know, like, no cousin, okay, my cousin Iran, he was there, but he wasn't yet in the school, he was still in his old school. And I thought that I could rely on my brother, but when we entered the school, my brother told me that I don't know you and you don't know me. We live every day together. For once, let's act like we are the only child in this school since we don't know each other, since these people don't know us. And I was like, wow, you know, you're actually going through the most psychic moment of your life and not even family can help. So yeah, you can say that's how bad my state was, how depressing, pathetic and sad it was. But through it all, um, I used to blame, I used to blame my school for how, okay, I used to blame my parents for my life situation then, how sad and messed up I was, how fake I had become, but then I realized that it was just me who was refusing to cope with change and to cope with each and everything until I realized that there's nothing that I can do. Everything has already been made. So I just have to cope with it and look on the right side because if I had continued sulking about <coughs> all that I had lost, then I wouldn't have had the chance to make friends like Gabriella or Christian, how to, I wouldn't have come close with my cousin Imran in that school. And if I hadn't looked on the right side, then I don't think my walls would have come down. <clears throat> Although sometimes I do regret putting my walls down because of how many close friends I have made. I'm kind of happy that God broke my walls down because if it didn't, I, I don't know who I would be right now. 
but I'm happy that he did and on this very day because I'm really happy that you know God changed my schools through my mom because I think when when God changed my schools he was trying to detach me from the world you know trying to separate me to get me this moment where I could you know actually focus on him because if I'm to compare my new, the school I'm in and my old school socially like with friends and all that stuff my old school was better but spiritually the school I'm in was better and I think that's what God wanted me to see that him having him as a friend is better than having a million guys as your friend but it took me long to figure it out and at a moment I almost felt like God was giving up on me but that's the thing with God he never gives up because he loves you guys. He lo he does. He loves all of you, and he loves me too. And I'm really proud that he does. And I'm also proud and happy that God didn't give up on me. He helped me see life through a different perspective when I entered this new school. And you can pretty much say my life hasn't been the same, guys. Um, emotionally, socially, spiritually. So. Um, I don't know if there's more to say, but yeah, I think that's everything. But <clears throat> oh, I almost forgot one last thing. Um, that part when I say that God never means any of us to handle life alone. I used to think that God meant for me to handle my life alone because all those friends who would come close to me you know some of them would push away others would hurt me others everything would just fall out and i started thinking that maybe god just wants me to do each and everything alone but that's when i realized that the reason why it never works out is because i put them above god in the friendship or relationship that we have and it just wasn't nice because Whenever God is in the center of our relationship, then it's bound to fall apart. Which is why, guys, heed my advice. God should always be the center of whatever relationship you are in. Okay, whether it's family, friends, romantic. <laughs> God should always be the center of that relationship. And I'm proud to say that in all of the best friends that I have had, um, Gabriella and Christian are kind of the best friends because... You know, looking at these two people and the friendship that we share with my cousin Iman, the four of us, you can kind of, you can really see that in, from my perspective, God is the center of this friendship. And sometimes I feel like, you know, it was really destined for all of us. Okay, yeah, God did, you know, destined us to meet at this point. You know, sometimes it feels like it was more than fate, you know. Can I get what I'm saying? Do I get what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm just happy that God blessed me with these four guys in my life. You know, Gabby, Christian, Iman, and Treasure. And I'm truly happy that he hasn't, ever since I discovered who I was, who I am, I haven't lived any moment feeling lonely because I have these four important people in my life and uh, number one or number three in one who are the most special people in my life and I'm just happy to have a life like this so 
if you are to ask me who I am, I would tell you that I am a child of God who loves music and is obsessed with books. I mean, seriously, it used to be an addiction. Now it's a healthy obsession that I can assure you guys. It's a healthy obsession. And I'm truly happy to figure out that my identity starts with God. And now now that I think about it, I think we should stop calling it self-identity and call it God's identity in me. Because God, God is the one who created all of us and he created me, he created you, he created all of us. And he just wants us to know that our identity starts with him and it ends with him so if you ever want clarity or closure on who you are god is up there and he's just waiting for you to take the first step and some of you may be wondering like how do you talk to god i mean how do you talk to god but in my my the advice that i would give to you as a fellow christian i would tell you to go down on your knees and instead of saying some big prayer with lengthy words i think you should just go down on your knees you humble yourself and prepare your heart and instead of you know <coughs> making it like making it so wordy you should talk to god as a friend you know not as an adult an elder or someone you're scared of because he's mightier than you more powerful than you that doesn't mean you should fear god no you should fear god and respect him but when you're talking to him you should talk to him as a dear friend someone who you know you have known almost all your life you should just learn to be comfortable around god and make instead of making your prayers lengthy you know instead of writing a history essay and saying it as a prayer to god just sometimes we even recite this stuff instead it should just be a heartfelt prayer everything should come from the heart and i know that the bible says the heart is deceitful and all that stuff but if you give knowing that your heart is deceitful is wrong then you should commit it to God, you know, put it in God's hands and let him work in your life. And when you actually let God work in your life, starting from your heart to your mind, to the way what you the way you walk, what you say, how you behave and act and respond to everything, then you know, everything will just click like it was meant to be. Because that's how God meant for it to happen. And today I was meant to Release to release the first episode of my Christian podcast. So, thank you guys for your time, your audience. I really appreciate it. If you have any questions about being a Christian or if you are seeking any help, please, I'm all ears, guys. And if you want to talk about anything, just hit the comment section. You know how to reach me, guys. Please have a nice day and may God bless y'all.